You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. All right, Tupac, 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 Tupac. I don't know why I didn't, I wasn't able to say Tupac there for a minute. Mine, 90s old school BX Boom Bop Underground, Boom Bap, Underground Hip Hop Instrumental 2020, produced by Thug Theory. Yeah, Thug Theory. Yeah, 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 you know this shit about to get scary. Yeah. By the chuck shots at the court, like my name is Terry Rosier. Uh, yeah, you know I you know life will be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go. I don't even know how to rap. I'm about to freestyle like I'm a fucking wild ass boy. All you people always some shit. I don't really give a shit, cause you know that I'm the best. I'm the best at this freestyle shit. I'm the best, ain't no one can compare. Ain't nobody can say it's there. Yeah, cause this shit right here is great This shit is great Yeah, I don't know what else to say I'm kinda losing out of words I don't know how else to rhyme I usually have like two or three rhymes That I can't go back to Go back to, yeah, I'm about to Go back to it like a tattoo Yeah, you know my shit is permanent Permanent, yeah, that shit is eminent It's eminent, how my flow is evident yeah, all my motherfucking clothes evident I don't know what else to say I'ma be one day the president The president of this shit Yeah, the president of this shit Yeah, ain't nobody can say nothing Guess you know my shit is dope Yeah, I thought my head was dope But then I wasn't sure I don't know what else to say What else to do You know I'm bored Everybody in the house bored Everybody don't have nothing to do So what I'm about to do is more make Is make more empty opinions content You know that the shit is not fair Yeah, you know that I be wildin' Out like my name is Nick Cannon Nick Cannon, yeah, I'm about to shoot it Yeah, all these people acting like they knew this All these people acting like they're smarter All these people acting like they work harder I don't know, probably they do, probably they don't I don't even know what the fuck to say, what the fuck to do Yeah, all these people always sucking that shit All these people always sucking that shit, yeah I don't know how you think that it's about to go Yeah, you know my beats are about to flow Yeah, you know my flows are about to flow And you can bet that on your life For sure, for sure Alright, um That was, um a nice freestyle, it wasn't too bad, you know, I was kind of flowing on that shit, there was a couple flows, a couple pockets that I think I did pretty well on, don't mean to brag, but I do think I did good in, <laughs> in a couple of those lines there, I mean, the lines themselves were trash, right, I mean, we can all agree that, but I mean, some of the flows were good, and I honestly, you know, that's all I really, <laughs> that's all I really care about, you know what I mean? Just having good flows and stuff like that. All right, hello everybody, welcome to Empty Opinions, the podcast. Um, you know, I there's not a guest this week, and it's not one of those things where I, you know, procrastinated and wasn't able to find a guest. Uh, what is gonna be is during this fucking, you know, the coronavirus is kind of hindering a lot of aspects in our lives. So, of course, it was gonna affect mine in some way or some form so the way that this podcast is going to work for at least the next couple of months you know for however long this coronavirus thing lasts these episodes are going to be solo so this is going to be a solo podcast for the time right this is going to be i guess you know my way of dealing with the coronavirus 
So this is how I'm going to deal with it. It's just going to be solo episodes every Monday and then, you know, bonus episodes on Saturdays. If you didn't know, there's bonus episodes now, uh, which you can check out every Saturday. But the main show is going to be just me for the remainder of this coronavirus global pandemic. You know what I mean? Um, And before we start to the actual show, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure you follow my Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Letterboxd, if you don't know, it's a social media for movie fans where you can post your movie thoughts and follow other people who like, you know, certain movies. You can like reviews, that kind of stuff. Just thoughts on movies. Just a social media app for the movie lover, which I am. Uh, That's Letterboxd. And my handle, I got a new handle to unify all of these things. It's called Eladio Talks. At Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox, those are, um, you know, those are my uh, my handles. I had to change it because I had to make it like more unified. Because that's one thing they say, like for branding purposes, make sure you have the same handle in all social media platforms. That way, it's easier for people to find you, right? And I I agree. I just didn't know how I was gonna unify them. Like today, I was thinking of what what I can really say. What could be my name? And, you know, Eladio Talks seems pretty appropriate because, you know, all that I do, I talk. You know what I mean? Eladio does talk. Eladio does indeed talk. So I think that's a pretty appropriate handle for all those social media. So also make sure you follow the podcast's Twitter and Instagram, which are also the same handle, Empty Opinion Pod, not Empty Opinions, because, you know, uh, Twitter for some reason has a 15 15 character limit. So that S couldn't fit in there but empty opinion pod there you can find you know for you know there you can find extra content like clips for the podcast for podcast episodes and a bunch of other stuff that's how you keep up oh jesus heart listen i don't have the fucking coronavirus that was just a sneeze okay let's let's all relax um what was i saying yeah pod the 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 empty opinions twitter and instagram that's where you can find clips and also just keep up with what's going on. They're, they're kind of the hubs, you know, in a way for this podcast. There's no real website, so that, that, that'll that do for now. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast's YouTube channel where you can find full video episodes of every podcast episode. And also longer YouTube clips that you can check out over there as well. And also make sure you follow the podcast's playlist, The Aux, which not uh, there hasn't been one single follower of that shit. And I'm kind of mad about it because, you know, you know, this podcast isn't really a music podcast, but I love music so much. I try to highlight it in every aspect of it. Right. So I'm kind of mad that more people aren't following the playlist because that's where all the songs that we play here go to. So make sure you go follow that. The Aux. And um, yeah, that's everything for uh, for housekeeping. Now let's get into some pop culture topics, you know, because I love me some pop culture shit. Um Recently, uh, last Friday, uh, Boy Wanda and Hit Boy had a beat battle on Instagram Live. Right, and I just wanted to kind of talk about it because that shit was fucking amazing. I had never seen a beat battle up to that point. I know that Swiss Beats and Timbaland did a battle like a week before that, or like five days before this one happened, right? Which I missed. But you know the way they promoted this Boy Wanda versus Hit Boy beat battle. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm really interested in watching it, especially because it's more of my generation. The music that they were making, you know, Boy Wanda is the, one of the main producers for Drake, and Hit Boy has made fucking crazy big songs, which I didn't realize he had done until you watch the beat battle. And that's why beat battles are fun, 
you know, my my first experience with a beat battle was just wow, this is fucking great. Because, you know, from the name you would think it's just playing the beats, which would have also made it hype, but I think they were just playing their catalog, really. And I mean as a like as a competitive thing between two producers, that shit was amazing. I mean the way that I see it, right, and let's get down to the actual battle, what I thought of it and who won and all that. So, like, the way it started, right, because I caught it from the beginning, the way it started, I mean, Boy Wanda was just whooping Hit Boy's ass. I mean, every single song that he was playing in the beginning were all, like, hits. And I think Hit Boy was just kind of playing, you know, other songs that were okay, but he wasn't coming out with big songs, right? And I was... I was thinking about that. I'm like, why isn't he doing it? And I thought, I think his strategy was kind of take the L in the beginning of the battle, right? But then fucking come back with the hits at the end when Hit Boy has already exhausted all his main beats, right? So I think, and that's why I think at the end, it was kind of like a tie. Uh, but the momentum in the second half of the battle was just all in Hit Boy's corner, right? Like the first half, you know, Hit Boy One that was whooping boy, uh, Hit Boy's ass, like, handily, right? But then, I think Hit Boy, you know, like I said, he started really coming out with his hit songs, and by then, Boy One that didn't have a lot of stuff to respond with, so it was kind of like, okay, you know, that that's that's where I saw the strategy from Hit Boy coming. But I mean, yeah, this was so entertaining. This shit was like three hours, and I watched all three hours, like getting hyped because I recognized most of the songs and I was also listening to the beats themselves because I do like listening to beats. I'm a music fan at the end of the day. And I mean, the beats that we're playing, look, if you want to talk about catalog, you know, Boy Wonder wins, not by a lot as we saw in the beat battle, but hip, uh, I'm sorry, Boy Wonder wins. But if you're talking about beats themselves, I think Hit Boy had the better beats by far. Like some of the beats that he played were fucking incredible. Right, because Boy Wonder is more like typical, almost poppy trap. But then you get to Boy uh, uh, to Hit Boy. Uh, the the boys are confusing me. They both are named Hit uh, Boy and Boy. It's fucking. I'm gonna just say Hit and Wanda. Um, so Wanda, right? He the beats that he's playing, right? There's crazy big songs, but um, the the actual beats themselves, when you listen to it, you're like, they're okay, right? They're like almost poppy trap beats, right? Nothing crazy. But when you listen to hits, like beats, the, he has some incredibly creative and fucking outstanding beats. And I'm just like, in, in terms of beats themselves, Hit Boy wins by a landslide. But in terms of catalog, Boy Wonder does win. And and But the way the battle played out, it wasn't like, like I said, I mean, Hit Boy came with the fucking... You know, the switch of momentum. I don't know what exactly, what song exactly he played, but there was, I think there was a couple of songs he played where, like, the momentum was all in Hit Boy's Corner now. I think it, it actually started with the song In Paris from Kanye West and Jay Z, right? It started when he played that one, and then from there, he started playing on real. And okay, that was the other thing, right? So, in terms of who won, I think it was kind of, it was kind of a tie. I think it was a tie. Um, but I was always rooting for uh, Hit Boy because he was almost, he was the underdog. Everybody kept doubting him, and I just you know always like an underdog story. But I think at the end of the day, it was kind of like a tie. But the craziest thing about this was just the unreleased music that was played. I mean, it's fucking nuts. I mean, fucking you know, Boy Wanda, 
uh, uh, seat. Oh, it's like I think I don't know when he did this, but it was like, oh, you made do you disrespectful hit boy? Now I'm gonna have to press a red button, and it was just a snippet of the Drake and Roddy song, which is undoubtedly gonna be the biggest song of the year. You know what I mean? So like, just by the name association, by the people who are beating, who are who are on the song, like Drake and Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich, who that's had one of the most successful albums, who's about to go like platinum any time now, and Drake, you know, Drake is Drake. Like, you tell me that combination is not going to fucking break every streaming record possible? It, it is, and you know for sure it's going to go number one. But when he played that, I was like, oh, shit, okay, this is getting incredible. This is legendary. And then, Hey Boy comes back with a Big Sean and Nipsey Hustle song, which actually, you know, sounded way better. Then the Drake song, as big as that Drake song is gonna be, Hit Boy's song sounded amazing with the beat and just how Big Sean and Ipsy also were rapping in it, right? And then he Hit Boy also debuted like a song with Benny the Butcher and a song with uh, Nas. So like, I think what this battle proves, right, is that they're both amazing battlers, right? But I think Boy Wanda is more like the pop guy, and then Hit Boy is like the hardcore like, in-the-trenches hip-hop guy, right? And, I mean, nothing wrong with either of them, but, you know, that's what we saw with their strengths in this beat battle. And, yeah, damn, I took a while about this beat battle, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it was just, like, it was just so cool to watch, and you best believe I'm going to be watching for the next big beat battle. I mean, I missed uh, Sean Garrett and uh, The Dream, but, you know, I wasn't too hyped about that one because I didn't, I probably wasn't going to know many of the songs because I don't, know a lot of 2000s and 90s R&B, so I was just kind of like, I wouldn't even know any of these songs, but yeah, it was, um, that beat battle was super fun, you know, one silver lining of this horrible coronavirus thing that's going on, but yeah, that, I really enjoyed that beat battle, that was, that was big in the hip-hop community, all right, and I, I guess something else, <laughs> I don't even know how to transition from that, um, how can I make a segue here's a i'm gonna i'm gonna try this in real time so guys don't get mad at me but i'm gonna try to do a segue from talking about a beat battle between these legendary producers to talking about this dumbass until tomorrow challenge let's see how i make a segue some how the fuck could i even how is that even possible um well i guess the easy way to segue is like yeah i mean a lot of people were talking about this hip boy in Boy Wonder Battle, you know what else people are talking about? This Until Tomorrow Challenge. That was, it was okay. It's not the best segue ever, you know what I mean? But fuck it. Um, yeah, Until Tomorrow is the latest challenge that a lot of people are doing, mainly on Instagram. I don't know exactly how it works, but I'm pretty sure it just works like somebody posts a Until Tomorrow post, and then you like that picture, and then people are like, hey, you like this picture, now you have to post another post that says until tomorrow, and and then you do the same again. It's like, you know, in terms of a challenge, it's kind of dumb, but I don't hate it because obviously I like the how evocative it is, right? When you first see it, it's like, see everybody saying until tomorrow. What the fuck is going to happen tomorrow? This is crazy. Am I going crazy? What the fuck is going And then you realize, no, it's just a dumb post. You're just posting until tomorrow to make people confused that's it you know there's not much to go off with that right and i don't think you know it's a dumb challenge but i don't think people should be mad at it right it's just like if you know what's going on cool if you don't you find out somehow and then you're like okay cool i don't think it's not you know it's the most 
vanilla challenge I've ever seen in my fucking life. You're just posting until tomorrow, and obviously tomorrow comes and nothing happens. So at most, the intrigue of this challenge is a day, 24 hours. That's the intrigue. Because then nothing happens, and then people just keep posting it. I don't even understand how it's gotten as big as it is, because it's really not that much behind it. <laughs> like, other challenges, you know, like, you know, post your 10 prettiest friends, or post your 10 best friends, or, you know, post, do 10 push-ups. Like, those challenges, there's actually something being done, right? Something that takes a little bit of work. This is just, you post a picture and say, until tomorrow. And then you tell the next person that you tell the person you tell the people that like that post, yo, do the same thing. It's really the most vanilla. Like I said, it's the most vanilla challenge I've ever seen in my life. I don't even understand how it's a talking point, but and I don't understand how people are mad at it. Again, I mean, you know, people just get mad at stuff. And, you know, to be honest, I can't even be a hypocrite because I will be the type to go off on this. Like, this is so stupid, but it, it is stupid, but it's so inoffensive to me that it doesn't even it almost like flies right by me flies through me you know it's stupid but i can't even harbor any ill will towards it because there's literally nothing happening it's like the most vanilla shit possible but whatever that's just my thoughts on it it's you know i might just do it and nobody even nominated me I'm, i might do like an instagram story like you're exposing until tomorrow it's not even that deep uh you know making fun of the people doing until tomorrow i might be like until <laughs> until yesterday <laughs> and people will really be confused if i start that one Okay, yeah, that's that's that on that. It's not like I don't even you know. There's not much. It's not. I can't do a deep dive on it like I did the beat battle. But it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um. All right. Let's talk about something that I can kind of get into a deep, you know, deep dive on. And it's this Bad Bunny thing. Bad Bunny's out here wilding, man. And Bad Bunny has been wilding like really wilding ever since the promo for this album. Ever since this album came out, I feel like Bad Bunny has really been. Like he's ratcheting, ratcheting up the wild shit that he's doing, and it, it, and what he's done recently is almost like the perfect like climax. It's like this is peak wild shit that Bad Bunny is doing. I mean, all right. In case you don't know Bad Bunny, you you know Bad Bunny. I mean, he has a song with fucking Drake for God's sake. You know what I mean? He has a song with Cardi B. It was one of the biggest songs from when her album came out. People know who Bad Bunny is. Bad Bunny, like I'm like I've been saying since this album came out, he's been doing a lot of stuff. That is very non-traditional for a Hispanic guy, let's say, right? He's almost breaking a lot of barriers when it comes to what Hispanic or like reggaeton men or like, you know, ardent Latin artists can do if you're not gay, which, you know, presumably he's not because he has a girlfriend. He could be bi. I wouldn't doubt it. But as of right now, he's not like full out gay and this is expected. He's like doing a lot of stuff like photo shoots uh, like with um, with with like with gay sense of fashion, he's posting himself butt ass naked on Instagram. He's you know he's supporting like trans rights and things like that, right? That all makes sense, right? He's been doing a lot of that, right? Um, the thing though, this most recent stunt I could call it, and I'll get into if this is a lot for attention, which I'm starting to think it is, just because of the pattern that I'm starting to see, but. Let me get into what it actually is. So Bad Bunny posted a um, a picture. Well, so he one of the songs in his album is called Yo Perreo Sola, right? Which is kind of like a pro women anthem of like let them dance alone, pretty much to the guys telling the guys let let her dance alone, right? It is whatever it is. 
right? And I really, that was one of my favorite songs of his album when it came out. So then the video drops, right? And I don't know what the video, what, you know, this is before people were really talking about the video. I just saw like the thumbnail. I was like, oh, I want to see this video because this is one of my favorite songs. So I want to see how, you know, the visuals for it. But before I get to watch it, it's in my watch later. Before I get to watch it, I just see a picture on my Instagram of Bad Bunny with big ass titties and dressed like a woman, right? And I'm like, hold on. Is that what the, hold on. Is that what the video is, right? So I'm just like, okay, now I gotta fucking watch this video because I need to know what the fuck is going on. And sure enough, in the video, Bad Bunny is dressed fully like a woman in like multiple outfits too, not just like one type of outfit, right? And I mean, it was almost like, it kind of, you know, that video is very interesting because it almost, it made me uncomfortable, right? And now I'm just thinking, why is that video making me so uncomfortable? Is it because he's dressed like a woman? Is it because he's really acting like a woman? And I had to talk to my sister about it. Like I showed it to her and we kind of had a discussion about it. Like, yeah, so the whole thing about it, right? Because Yo Perreo Sola, that's what the song's about. So pretty much just saying, you know, let her dance alone, like I said. So I understand the concept of it. It's like Bad Bunny is the woman and he's a guy as well. And there, there's a point where they're dancing on each other, but it's one person. So I think the point that he's trying to say is like, leave women alone. And I'm going to dress up like a woman to really drive home the point. But the thing about it is that the reason it's making a lot of people uncomfortable and it's breaking a lot of barriers. I mean, I personally think this video is going to be historic, like fully historic. Like we're going to look back on it. And that's going to change a lot of, this is going to cause a lot of change in the Hispanic community. I mean, a lot of change is already happening, right? Just cause, oh shit. My bad. Just because of, you know, the younger generation being much more open about a lot of different stuff. But, you know, I think it's going to be historic. But, and I'll get to that in a second. But I keep jumping from place to place because there's a lot of thoughts with this video. Right. So for the first thing about this, it's not he's not doing it in a comedic way. Right. If he was doing it in a comedic uh, a way, if he's trying to be funny, if it's parodying something right, it would it, he would have he would have dressed more outlandishly and like more comically, right? So almost like a Medea, right? Like that kind of stuff, right? That's almost what it would be like, or like you know, uh, um, Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire, something like that. If it was going for a comedic tone, that's what it would be. But the thing that's so uncomfortable about it is that he's fully turned into a woman, and he's seriously treating himself as a woman, right? So that's what's making a lot of people uncomfortable, including myself. I can't even lie. I mean, I understand it. I appreciate it. But it's just like, you know, it's almost like too much, right? Like, you know, progress is always great. Uh, <laughs> let me not. Okay, let me be clear. I'm not against what he's doing at all, right? I understand it. I admire it. It's just almost like kind of hits you like a fucking punch in the face instead of subtly changing your mind you know, the way your mind works and your belief and your worldviews are, right? This shit just hits you like a punch, like a Deontay Wilder knockout to your face. So it's just, that's why it made me uncomfortable, right? And that's why I'm probably not really going to be rewatching this video because he's fully, it's almost like he's just fully transforming himself into a woman, right? And like I said, here's the reason why I think this is going to be historic. The reason I think this video is going to be historic is because, like I said, this is like, Fucking, this is like the least amount of machismo 
and you know texting masculinity i've ever seen from any popular hispanic artist ever like the amount of feminine energy that has that this video has is almost like incredible it's it's unbelievable right so and again there's nothing wrong with it it's it's great but the reason i say that the the way i even started this segment it's like he's wilding because he's just doing thing after thing and this pattern almost i was thinking i was talking to my sister about this this is what this is what we were talking about it almost feels like he's doing this for attention just for because every single thing that he's doing is like so controversial and wild right when i first saw that in the way i think of everything that bad bunny does in general i just think oh he's just being himself but i don't know if him fully turning himself into a woman is really himself it could be but i just think there's definitely now from this i'm starting to see it in a different way of there's definitely an element of attention that he's trying to seek i mean it's working the video has a lot of views it has people mad you know what i mean it definitely has some controversy it's bound to you know get pushback because that's wild that's a wild thing to see but yeah i just think it almost you know if if this was just what the one thing that he was doing that was wild i would understand it but he's done so many wild things it almost feels like at this point there's a pattern that i'm starting to see and it feels like it's for attention but like i said i think this is a historic video and it's gonna you know be a landmark moment in the changing of traditions in the hispanic community at least when it comes to embracing your feminine side which you know i i agree with right you know i'm not one of those guys who's super masculine and stuff like that right like i do a lot of stuff that's you know can be deemed feminine but in my personal opinion it's like you can get in touch with your feminine side without just fully dressing like a woman you know what i mean that's all i'm saying but hey you know i wish bad bunny all the luck in the world he's the biggest artist in the hispanic community and that's why it's even crazier because he is the biggest imagine if drake did something like this but not as a joke just like i'm just gonna be a woman right and not even as a, like fully serious let me just be a woman for this video that will be fucking mind melting right and that's i think the similarity i can make with bad bunny because bad bunny is the closest thing to a drake in the hispanic community so yeah i mean bad bunny's just wilder man he's just doing whatever he wants and hey that more power to him um all right that's that all right now i want to talk about two cases that on my twitter right i saw two cases of um things that had to do with women right and it kind of I, i think you can put it in the overall section of different women just want different things slash the woman's mindset which is something i've been trying to crack since i started this podcast and i haven't any closer to getting to understand it so obviously i'm going to talk about these two examples the first example right i saw this post on twitter of this guy who this like light-skinned black guy with glasses texting this this really voluptuous black woman i guess you could say and the guy's texting her He's like, hey, gorgeous, how was your day? Like, being really nice about it. And then it's a picture of the voluptuous black woman being like, friend zone, right? Like, on her mind thing, and I'm going to friend zone this guy. Then, <laughs> hilariously so, because, you know, you know what the, the person who made this meme was thinking, right? You know what he was thinking for sure. It's just a guy, it's just a super light-skinned, buff black guy. No, super dark skin. Sorry, 
that's very important in this picture. It's a super dark-skinned black guy, fully muscular, uh, with a lot of tattoos that says about to pull up, texting that same uh, black woman, um, about to pull up, and with an eggplant emoji, and then the voluptuous woman saying, yes, daddy, right? And then, so basically what this picture is saying, or it's trying to suggest, is that, you know, the it's almost like the nice guy in the black community. I think this is what it's trying to get at because you, the concept of a nice guy is more seen like with white people. But I think this is kind of getting to the concept of a nice guy in the black community of this, this nice guy with glasses and like light skin and kind of, you know, kind of buff a little bit, not too much kind of caring for this woman and her be like, no, I don't care that you care about me. And then the black guy who's just trying to fuck. Right. She's like, yes, daddy. Here's the thing. Different women want different things so in, in you know different women want different things at different times too like sometimes a black woman wants to be fucked like a porn star you know what i mean it is what it is that's just what they want to happen to them so it's like in the moment where this guy is like just saying how was your day it's like you know it's nice but it's not what she wants she wants to be fucked <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's, and you know, sometimes that's what women want, right? And that's something, listen, and I'm just speaking from somebody who would be in this picture. That would be like me. I would be the guy texting the girl. Hey, how was your day? Gorgeous. Right. But you got to understand different women want different things at different times. It's like, I know I can provide like the caring guy, you know, attitude towards a woman, right? It can be really sweet to you. It can be really caring. I can be really thoughtful, but you know, I also got to recognize I'm not the guy that's about to fuck you like a porn star. It's just not going to happen. That's not what I do. So then how can I be mad if a woman that wants that is not paying me any attention because that's just what they want, right? So it's like a thing of like people just being losers and not accepting the fact that how about you look for somebody who probably well, it's kind of rough because I think almost every woman wants to be fucked like a porn star, right? So I guess at that point, you just got to wait until the woman is done being fucked <laughs> like a porn star. She gets tired of it. And now she wants somebody who truly cares about her. And then you're there and you're good to go, buddy. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's this thing. But, you know, it's this thing of like what a woman wants uh, and how also there's no guy that's perfect. There's, oh, there's always going to be just a guy that can fuck you like a porn star in this section, but he can't care about you then they get then there's a guy that cares about you they can't really fuck you like a porn star and it's also like a thing of choice and i've talked about this a lot how you got to choose you got to rank your priorities you need to know what exactly you want and look for that but the thing about that and this goes perfectly with the other t uh picture i saw on uh on twitter is a thing of like the thing with the friend zone as well is that it I think there's, I think when women are young, they want to have that, those desires fulfilled, AKA being fucked like a porn star. But I think as they get older, it becomes a thing of like, okay, I've done that, been there, done that. Now I can now I want somebody who cares about me. And I think this goes actually with this text exchange that I saw on Twitter where like, so this is woman talking to this guy, right? The, the way it starts is fucking wild. Listen to this. So the, the woman is texting the guy. He's like, I only friend zoned you because you're too perfect. Then the guy's like, that makes no sense. Then the woman explains. She's like, you make a better husband than boyfriend. 
and I want to keep you around until the time was right. If we ever dated and broke up, I'd hate to lose you forever. All girls keep the good ones around until the time is right. Now, let's fucking unpack that because that is fucking... That's that's such a... Like, as a guy trying to think of what the fuck is going on in a woman's brain, it almost breaks mine. And you can <laughs> you can attack this, this fucking hypothetical scenario, or maybe not so hypothetical because it looks like a real text exchange. You can explore this situation in so many ways. So let's start with the, what, let's start with this. What is, is, is what this lady saying is true. In my opinion, it's true, but it's just coded language for, let me have fun. And once I'm done having fun, I want to have somebody who's good husband material. That's a, that's a real thing, right? The husband material, boyfriend material. I realized, like I said earlier, I'm more boy, I'm more husband material than I am boyfriend material. And sometimes a woman is looking for a boyfriend. Most of the, I mean, not most of the time, but a lot of the time when the women are younger, they're looking for a boyfriend. They're looking to have fun. They're looking to fuck. They're looking to get their desires, you know, and all that shit. But then once they get older, I'm starting to realize, and I've been told this a lot, right? So this is something that, because again, I'm the husband type. So this is what I'll be going through just on a daily basis. The once the woman gets older, they want the husband type. And you know, that's when you're there and you're fucking good to you're, you're doing great. Right. But it's almost like a thing of like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Right. Because you know, it kind of leaves the guys, it kind of leaves the husband type guys without anything because you can't, if you're not a boyfriend type, you gotta just have to wait to be in a fulfilling relationship because right now the young women, your age, I'm just looking for a boyfriend type, right? I think that's true. That's how I feel about this, right? And I was reading the the the, the replies to this and what uh, people were saying about the sex exchange. Sometimes, because the guy asks, is this true? Is it true that, you know, women keep the good ones around until the time is right? A couple of women is like, it's not. She just wants a plan B, which is true. I agree with. I've never personally thought of it this way, but I can definitely agree with this logic. You can meet the right one at the wrong time, and she wants to make sure she works on herself before getting involved with somebody. If I would have met my guy three years ago, I would have fucked it up. All right, that's more, you know, very nice, but this has nothing to do with the actual situation at hand, right? <laughs> right, it's really not. Um, Let's see. She just doesn't feel like she's the best. No, see, women be on some bullshit. No, that's not the case. Here's who I agree with. And this is, like I said, what I'm close, like what my mindset is. Basically, she said, I'm going to get my guts mangled by randoms until I'm ready to settle down and you better wait. And that also gets into the psychology of women. Wow. I mean, yeah, that gets into the psychology of women being entitled in a way because they're like, listen, I want my shit, I want my needs to be fulfilled, right? I want to get fucked in every which way possible. But I also want a guy that's going to be nice to me. I want both. So you better stay right there and don't leave me while I do all this other stuff. And you know what? Loki, that's kind of what I'm going through in a way. But I'm not going to get into that too much. If you want to know more about that, you can go listen to the bonus opinions that was just released. That I get into that a little bit. But yeah, that totally makes sense that women want both ways, right? So it's almost like as a guy, you just got to be selfish. You know what I mean? It's like, if, cause if you want affection, right? From a girl, but that girl, you know, want affection and want like a loving boyfriend, girlfriend type relationship. 
right? You almost have to be selfish about it because there's women and also don't fall for the, the thing of like, because women are so good at think in general of like making you believe they want you, which they may very well might want you, but not fully because they still want to do this with this other guy with these other guys. I mean, it's, it's it, you know, it, it, it's crazy. It's really interesting as a concept. How the fuck she sent me unless she follows me. I think somebody just sent me a message and I'm like, wait, did she follow me? How the fuck she sent me that? But regardless, this is a very interesting situation because it, like I said, it's almost like it's, yeah, it's interesting because it's almost like women are good at trying to get both ways. But you know, as a guy, he's got to be selfish. And it's like, if you're the husband material, right? And that girl wants a husband material, but not now that's you. So just accept that and just move on and find somebody who does want the husband material now. Right. And, also, you know, and all that. So, yeah, I mean, I think I'm slowly trying to I'm think I'm slowly understanding women a little bit. You know what I mean? You know, the hard part is then putting this into practice. Right. Because guys are very easy to be easily manipulated by girls. But it's just like, yeah, it, it is what it is. All right. That's all the things for pop culture. The things that I wanted to kind of talk about. That's what that is. Now I want to do something special. I want to do this segment called calls. It's not a it's not a, a segment title whatsoever, but I want to get into the segment where I think I want to kind of call random people that I haven't talked to in a long time and kind of just have them on the podcast, especially because I can't have any guests. So I think this would be kind of fun to do. It is going to be fun. All right. The first person I'm going to call is uh, this girl, Angel Anderson. She was in episode 51, I believe. She was a guest for that. She's the one that uh, lives in Atlanta. I think she's in Philly right now. It's going to be so funny calling these people because I never call anybody. I just want to see how they react to this. Let's see if they even pick up. See if they even have my number. Let's see. This is Angel. I think you can hear it. All right, this is fun. You have reached the voicemail Oh, what? Well, there it is. Two, That's funny. You know? Straight a voicemail. Let's see. She's probably going to be like, hey, why are you, did you call me or anything like that? You know what I mean? Who knows? I mean, I was expecting fucking. <laughs> I was expecting, you know, some people to not call. Let's see. Because I have three people planned to call. Let's see if the next person picks up. Her name is Barbie. She's one of my good friends. We were really close in high school, but she went to another college. And now who knows what she's doing? I haven't talked to her in a long time, especially not over the phone. So let's see if <laughs> let's see if she picks up and what she's gonna think. The fact that I haven't talked to her in a long time, I'm kind of kind of nervous about it. Let's fucking let's just do it. Let's see if she picks up. Let's see if anybody picks up. If they the don't, it's fine. Is unavailable right now. Please oh. try again later. Am I fucking blocked? The fuck? It even ring. All right, whatever. Let's try somebody else. Hopefully, this lady, Jamia, another one of my friends from high school. Let's see if she picks up. I'm just going to call. I'm going to keep fucking calling until somebody picks up. You know what I mean? Because fuck it. Let's see. I mean, for real, I haven't talked to these people in a long time. Um, let's see. <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> this is funny. All right, let's see. Angel didn't pick up. Barbie didn't pick up. Let's see. Jamia picks up. Jesus, you know what it is? I haven't talked to these people in such a long time. There's no way they're just gonna randomly pick up. You know what I mean? 
Uh, let's see. Let's see if he picks up. My friend Jose. Let's see if Jose picks up. I'm just calling random ass people. I'm gonna get random. I'm gonna get text back. Like, what? What did you mean to call me? Let's see. He picks up. Is anybody even awake at this point? It's two. Recording at two p.m. Yo, what's up, Jose? Yo, by the way, you're in the podcast right now. I'm in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're in the podcast because um, cause of the coronavirus. I can't have any guests in the house. So now I'm just going to really call got, guests. He really got me wild and I got to wait to leave. Because I, I only got service outside. Wait, you, but you said you only had service where? Outside. Outside the house. Oh, are you, and are you outside of the house now? Obviously, you are, right? Yeah, I had, I had to outside if I heard the phone. <laughs> All right, what you? How, you're in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. How you? How you? How is? How's Puerto Rico doing with this coronavirus stuff? Well, we on lockdown. You are on lockdown. How many cases are there? Curfews. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. You should well, know. Every time news is coronavirus. News, there's so much news over here, bro. It's like. At 9 o'clock in the morning, 12, 4, 8, 10. <laughs> yeah. All right. 24-7. All right. I mean, that makes sense. Because, I mean, this is a, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. I mean, here in Philly isn't that bad. It's not in fully lockdown, but everybody's... Yeah. It's not like 9 to like 5 o'clock in the morning, I think. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. And so I, now, now on, um, on Sunday, they're going to expand it. And they gonna add a new curse. He's talking about like um place for cars. Like if you got odd numbers and even numbers, you can go out certain days and whatnot. All right, damn, that's crazy. All right, bro, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep calling random people on my phone for this <laughs> for this episode, <laughs> bro. I tried calling three three people already, yeah. and that shit went straight to voicemail all three times. So um. Yeah, I keep practicing that social distance. I know that's why I'm calling, but I've been calling some people I haven't talked to in like five years. Talking about anti-social, they talking about social, social distancing, yeah, yeah. But bro, I, I'm calling some people that I, yo, I'm calling some people I haven't talked to in five years, and you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be surprised. I'm going straight to voicemail if I haven't talked to them in that long. The fuck is going on? Yeah, they butt dial me or something? No. Yeah, that's probably what they're thinking. I, I probably, I'm probably gonna get texts from them like, "Yo, what, 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 what do you mean to call me? What's up? What's wrong?" Yeah, All right. All right, I'm gonna keep. You said call George. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna call George. All right. All right, bro. All right. All right, that was cool, Jose. I think the guys would probably answer more than the girls. I don't. I mean, that's just a generalization. Let me let me call George. Alright, <laughs> I had George, I don't even remember what episode, but I've definitely had him on the podcast a while ago. George uh, Manoska is his name. Let's see if he picks up. I don't even know what I would talk to him about. Let's see. Hopefully, he's probably going to pick up. If he's not sleeping. Alright. Yo, George. Uh, you're in the podcast right now. 
You're in a podcast. I called you because I can't have any guests because of the coronavirus, and I'm just calling people. Say no more. How you, how you been doing, bro? How's how you deal with the coronavirus thing? Yo. Hello. Now I can hear you. How you been doing with the coronavirus stuff? Chilling, you know. That's it? That's all you're going to give me? Listen, George, this is a podcast and people talk during a podcast, so I'm going to need you to say more than two words, okay? I got you. But, you know, I've been hitting on people's stories, liking girls' pictures on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's all we can do with this one, just like pictures. All right, bro. I'm glad you picked up because there's been a couple of people I called and nobody's picking up. So thank you for picking up at least. In the bro. No All right, bro. I'm going to keep calling random people on my phone and see if they pick up. All right. Be safe out there. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not as in. I just want to call somebody who I haven't talked to in a long time. You know what I mean? That's what I want to do. But they're not picking up. You know? <laughs> oh shit I mean there's some people that I'm like even scared to call I'm literally scared of calling certain people on my phone just looking at these names like oh you probably don't even alright I'm gonna call uh, one of my friends I don't even know they probably don't even have my gnome anymore her name is Regina let's see if Regina answers let's see <laughs> gonna be funny gonna be like what how does he even have my phone let's see they're not gonna pick up hello hello regina hey hey i'm glad i'm surprised you picked up you picked up yeah i still have your number too yeah okay that's cool uh you're in a podcast by the way <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> wait hold on you're in the podcast look, look this is what i'm doing i'm calling random people on my phone because i can't have any guests for the podcast because of the coronavirus stuff i don't want to invite random people and then catch it so the only way i can talk to other people is by calling them and i was looking through my phone and i thought it would be funny to call people that i haven't even talked to in like five years how are you doing what have you been doing these past five years How's college? Well, I mean, are you you're doing like online classes now because of the Corona stuff, right? That's yeah. I mean, and it's do you like online online school? Uh, definitely not. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I hate it because I can't even like the first week of online school. Like, I couldn't even like I kept forgetting that I had class and I kept missing every class that I had. Yeah, it's definitely not what I paid for either. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, and what do you think about this coronavirus stuff? How are you feeling about it? Are you scared? I'm not scared because I've been inside this past, like, ever since the whole thing, you know, whatever, since the kids on campus. I just feel like it needs to be over. Like, yeah, I'm getting anxious. I mean, yeah, but I it's it, they're saying like two more months, though. When do you think? When do you think is gonna this thing is gonna be done? Honestly, I I don't have an estimate. I, I have no idea. I just hope that it's over soon because I I don't know. Yeah. They said the heat destroys it, so I mean, 
if we keep getting warmer, then maybe the case will go down. Yeah, hopefully. All right, thank you for answering. I've been calling, I've called like three people that didn't, that it went straight to voicemail. But, you know, like you, I hadn't talked to them in like five years, so it wasn't a surprise. I'm not even expecting people to answer because it's like, imagine you haven't talked to somebody so long and then randomly they call you because who even calls anymore? That's true. You know what I mean? That's probably why they're not answering. But thank you for answering. We got to do an actual episode when this thing is over. Would you do it? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Okay, cool. Uh, well, we'll set that up whenever this thing is over. All right, I'm going to call other people now and see if they answer. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, she picked up. I'm surprised. Well, am I surprised? I don't know. I'm just looking at these. Oh, yeah. Ah, shit, this is fun. Who the fuck is Shay? I do not even remember who this is. Well, it's probably an old employee from... Where I used to work, and they're not answering. All right, let's see. What the fuck? Oh, I think I know who Victoria is. Tomorrow. All right, I'm gonna call Sayana. This is gonna be the last call. This is on my other my my other friend, which I don't even know. She still has my number. This is gonna be the last call. <laughs> this is fun. I mean, this is what I'm gonna do for the next couple of episodes. Let's see. <laughs> so you gonna pick up let's see I don't know probably not it's ringing a lot Ah, uh, shit. Okay, voicemail. It almost sounded like she picked up there for a second. All right. All right. I want to go out in a bang. I want to call. I want, I want one last person to pick up because I'm getting mad at this. Let's see. Who the fuck else can I even call? Uh, I say I have her phone number. That's crazy. Let's see if she picks up. Uh, how the fuck do I? Okay. I think I know. I remember. All right. This is my, my Kia. She, um, she's a rapper from Philly that I know her from high school. I haven't talked to her in like such a long time. Let me get her. Let's see if she picks up. She probably doesn't even know that, it, that, that she, she probably doesn't even know that I have her number. Cause we never really, yeah, I mean, it's probably not even, <laughs> it's probably not even the right number. I think it's, <laughs> uh, sign is sexing back. I'll text her later. Fuck it. Um, all right, man. I just want one more person to fucking pick up. One more person. Uh, fuck it. I'll call Kira. Let's see. I've had Kira in a podcast. Hopefully she picks up. She's a, she's cool. She should pick up. Hopefully. Let's see. It's literally going to be a segment of me calling random people. This is fun. All right. Let's see. Hopefully she picks up. Hey, Kira. Uh, you're in the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm calling random people on my phone because I can't have them as guests because of the coronavirus. So now I'm just calling right. random people on my phone. Some of them I haven't even talked to in like five years, so they're not even picking up my phone. But um, you picked up. So how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Doing fine? How hello, are you doing? Audience. Huh? <laughs> I said hello, uh, audience. Oh, yeah. You, you like talking to my audience a lot. That's interesting. You you are you like planning on stealing it or something? I could see you doing it. 
Um, how are you doing in this coronavirus, you know, fucking world that we're living in right now? It's crazy. I'm bored. I haven't talked to anyone in almost a week. Mm. Just, oh. Yeah. Well, how's school going? I mean, do you have online school like everybody else? Uh, I'm about to start like one class on the, uh, in about two weeks. I'm supposed to be doing co-op. But no one wants to hire anybody for call because of the virus. So I don't know what I'm about to do for the next six months. Yeah, you can't work. Nobody can work. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Uh, yeah. So you're only taking one. You're only gonna be taking one online class. Yeah. Huh. Were you were you like in the middle of classes when this happened? No. I, well, when it happened. And everyone was like, oh, you know, go home, shut down. It was finals week. So every final mm-hmm. just automatically had to turn to online final and everything. Oh, okay, okay. I see. All right. Uh, how do you think, when do you think this is going to be over? I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully within the next, like, six this week. Because that's... Oh, hell, that's not going to happen. I don't want to spend my 20th birthday in the house. It's going to have to, you're going to have to make a Zoom party. For real, I'm not even joking. It's, you're gonna have to. That's how you're gonna have a party. You you know, it, yeah. That's what it's gonna have to be. That's how we're all doing it. No, I don't. I don't want to go out. Like, listen. I mean, you can like maybe celebrate your birthday and then you know put everybody at risk of dying from corona if you want that on your conscience. Man, at this point, at, at a certain point, people are just not gonna care. That is true, be, but that's not. Be like, you know what? There's a one in something chance I'm gonna die from this, so might as well go out. Like at this point. That's yeah, but that's not good. About a couple weeks. That's not good. Because then it just gets you worse. This, you think this virus is like real, or just like? You mean it's real? It's of like, course, it's fucking real. What are I'm you talking? Like, I'm not like. Let me let me just rephrase that. Do you think it's like a government like created type of situation? Or is it just like, it's not as serious as everyone making it seem? It's, um, the only reason I think it's serious is because there's no, we don't even know really what it is. People are still trying to figure out what it is. Like, people don't know. People are making shit up. Like, it can, it can, like, it's so weird because you, it, people, we don't even really know who it really affects. I mean, they say that at most risk is the people that have, like, health complications, like old people, or, like, people that have something something else. But it's, like, we really don't know because this virus is, like, targeting everybody and this is weird. I was also looking at, like, Germany. Germany has, like, fucking 70,000 people that have it and, like, 500 people that, di- that died. It's, like, nobody's dying from that shit in Germany, but then everybody is dying from it in Italy. So it's almost, like, it's too inconsistent for anybody to really know what the problem is with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I don't know, like, some of these big-ass events that happen, just the timing of it just be so weird. Yeah, I mean... A global pandemic outbreak during the election year is just like... Oh, you get into conspiracies now. You think this was made to kill Donald Trump and all the running candidates? Do you think that's what it was? (laughs) They're all over 80. No. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> like all this stuff, like uh, the 
occurs, and then you focus on that for the next like four weeks and so. Uh, you and know, over the next couple of months, while other stuff is happening, and people are making decisions. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think. I mean, I. I don't think this is gonna last forever. You know, I think. All right, because I'm gonna talk about this later in the podcast, like what I think is gonna happen with the with the virus. So I'll get into that later. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna be that bad. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you so much for answering your the answering <laughs> the call. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, people don't even talk on the phone, so it's, I'm just like seeing people just going straight to a voicemail, and nobody's answering. It makes sense, but it's just I was just wondering to see who would pick up. You, Regina, I, I called Regina too. I haven't talked to Regina in like three years, and she picked up, so that was nice. Yeah, but all right. Thank you so yeah, much for, uh, huh? All right. Bye. Bye. All right. That was fun. I'm definitely going to keep doing that shit, just calling random people. You know what I mean? Why not? Because fuck it. You know, who cares? If they pick up, they pick up. If they don't, they don't. It's whatever. All right. <laughs> that was like a fucking 56 minutes. This is going to be a long-ass episode. But now I want to get into some questions that people sent in for me because I wanted content. I didn't realize that I was going to have enough content to not do questions. But let me just fucking finish them. Because so. I keep asking people for questions and I never answer them. And, you know, people are just going to not want to ask questions anymore. So let's get into that. Aria asks how have you been utilizing your time during the quarantine well my plan is to just do more content right but you know unfortunately i've been you know going through like i've been feeling really fucking depressed so certain times i don't feel like doing anything but um my goal is to put out way more content for sure and also i've been you know working doing uber eats and uh postmates because those jobs are are booming right now because nobody can leave the house so you got to order your food so I'm doing that right now. So that's what um, that's what I'm doing with all this fucking quarantine time. Quarantine time. Quarantine. Let's call it. All right. America. Thoughts on astrology. And what is my fucking birth chart? Okay. I'm going to look up my birth chart really quickly because I don't have no idea what the fuck that is. But um, my thoughts on, on astrology. Here's what my thoughts on astrology are. I think astrology is bullshit. Right? But... It's right sometimes, and that's why people obsess over it. You know what I mean? It's And I mean, that's why I even have uh, this astrology app called The Pattern, where every day sends me, like, fucking, you know, astrology bullshit. And sometimes it's, like, completely wrong. Most of the time it's completely wrong. and doesn't even make sense. And it's too vague for me to even make sense out of it. But sometimes it's just spe- specific enough where I'm like, yo, real shit, that is what my thing is, right? So I do, it, it is useful to read it and think, all right, let me look inside of myself and say, is this true or is this complete bullshit? Because for you to even know that, you have to really look inside of yourself. So that's why I use astrology for. It's kind of just as a guiding way for me to find out more about myself. That way I know if it's bullshit or not bullshit. Because even identifying something that is completely not true, that means that you just know yourself enough to know that that's not true. And in terms of a birth chart, let me... um. Let me make one right now. I mean, I'm looking at this website, free astrology birth chart report. So I want to do this, create, I mean, this website ever loads. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to do, let me do this. This astrology birth chart. I don't really know what even the birth chart is. You know what I mean? Let's see. 
Oh, there we go. Finally loaded. My name is Eladio. It's a he. Uh, date of birth, 18 December 999. Okay. Born. I don't even remember what time I was born. Fuck. I don't, I really do not remember. Let me see. Cause I, I remember putting this information in my, the pattern app. So let me look for that in there. Um, Let's see what happens there. Let's see. Uh, where do I look more about myself? Um, let's see. Uh, profile. 3 p.m. That's when I was born. All right. So I was born 3 p.m. Uh, birthplace. City name Molly. Santo Domingo. Uh, Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Selected, goddammit. Why aren't I selecting? Oh, shit. I think I fucked that up. Damn. No, no, no. Don't don't keep going. Santo Domingo, Dominican. Do I have to put the whole thing? No. Stop fucking loading. What is it doing that for? What the fuck is going on with this? I'm trying to just do this simple birth chart and it's fucking up. It's probably a lot of people doing it. Sorry. Listen, a lot of time. I'm sorry for the dead air, everybody, for who is listening. Um, I'm just trying to figure out this birth chart bullshit that it's taking forever to do. God, like, what the fuck? Birth chart card. Let's see. Let me look up something else so I can find it. All right, let's see. Uh, yeah, let's do this one because the other one is being stupid. Uh, born at 3 p.m. Uh, Santo Domingo. Yeah, there you go. Calculate chart. Let's see. What does it say about me? I just see a random. I mean, I can't tell what the fuck this is. How the what the fuck am I supposed? How am I supposed to read this? What does it say? This is a bunch of random. What the fuck is this? All right, interpretation. Let's, there we go. Let's see what it's saying about it. Um, first house ascendant. Physical personality, ascendant, symbolizes basic personality traits such as, oh, that's what ascendant means. Symbolizes basic personality traits such as physical appearance, temperament, behavior, relationship to life, and the first impression the person gives. All right. Ascendant in Taurus. Um, what the fuck is this? I mean, uh, yeah, ascendant in Taurus. People who have Taurus ascendant, you know what? I, I'm I'm sorry, America, but it's like this is too fucking much. I'll tell you the shit, and you tell me more about it. All I know is that I, put, I did the calculator, and all I saw was a fucking chart that made no sense to me. So please do it if you want. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> that shit was fucking ridiculous. What the fuck was that? I don't know. That 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 just made me mad. Honestly, that birth chart bullshit. All right, Dante, should we separate the art from the artist? That's a good question. I see. I think, I think we do just because the art outlasts the artist, anyways, right? Like the artist is gonna be living for at most, you know, for however. An, uh, it, the artist is going to die. The art will never die. So I think, if you're looking at it objectively, I think you should separate them, and you are able. To, I think you should be able to enjoy the art and not give a fuck about the artist, right? Because I think. In the United States, we have this affinity for celebrity that we ourselves combine those two things so intrinsically. 
But in terms of if you're looking at it objectively, I do think you should separate the art from the artist. Now, sometimes the art is very connected to the artist, right? So like with Art Kelly, right? He has a lot of songs. Like when you read like age ain't nothing but a number. That's a very specific thing tied to the horrendous artist that wrote that song. But, you know, so some people can't differentiate the two. If you're able to, I think you should. If you can't, I can't blame you for it. But I do I do think in general, people should separate the art from the artist. All right, CD, thoughts on the coronavirus and how long will it last? I mean, I kind of talked about it in the phone call in the phone call earlier. But what I think about it, I think it's not as serious as we I don't even think at this point they're making us think it's super serious. I think it is serious, right? Let's get that straight. I think it's definitely serious. But I just don't think it's as serious as they want us to think it is. No, no, not they. I think the media is doing a good job right now of telling us how dangerous it is, right? Because I do think it is dangerous. However, I don't think it's going to be something that... I don't think everybody in the world is going to be affected by this. At least not everybody in the United States. We're going to have. We're going to know somebody that is affected by it. Um, in effect, that meaning like they died. Like there's going to be a lot of people to catch it, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of people that die. And I mean, if you even see the amount of people who have died that have caught in the United States, we have like... How many? Like 120,000, I think we have in the United States right now. And there's only like close to 2,000 deaths. So that's not really not a lot at all. That's pretty, that's a pretty slim amount of deaths. So I don't think a lot of people are going to die from it, but I do think it's serious enough to, for everybody to stay quarantined and all that. Uh, and how long will it last? Um, I'm thinking its peak is going to be mid May. Either the it's peak is gonna be sometime in, in May. That's when it's gonna reach the fucking. I think April is just gonna keep ramping up. Right now it's ramping up. April, all of April is gonna just keep going up and up and up and up. And then in May, that's when it's gonna hit hit its peak. And then from that, it's gonna start to slow down. So I think by June we're gonna be good. By July, people are gonna be normal again. I think as normal as you can be from a global pandemic. You know what I mean? I think things are gonna really really get back to normal like around July. That's when I see it. But um, yeah, that's how long I think it's going to last. But I think we're definitely going to be in quarantine for the next two months for sure. That's what it should be. And that's how that's what I think they're going to do it. Um, all right. The cam kid thoughts on the law of attraction. So the law of attraction, if you don't know anybody's listening or watching, the law of attraction is pretty much pretty much just says that, you know, speaking positive things into into existence. That's what it is, right? And if we're talking about that, you I think that's like um, real. I very much think that's real. I think it does work, but I think when it gets out of hand, when fucking people just start saying shit like "I'm gonna speak this global pandemic to be done," and you know, into into um, reality, I think that's where it gets too crazy. I think people think it's a superpower. It's not the law of attraction. The way I see it, it's almost like. You having that positive attitude allows you to see the world in a way where this thing can happen is very much possible. If you don't think, if you don't speak things into existence, right? If you don't say, I'm going to be like, for my example, I'm going to be the number one broadcaster, the number one host in, in the country, right? I could say that. The reason you should say that is because it allows you to do the necessary steps to do it. But certain people think it's like a superpower where you just say, 
this global pandemic is going to be done in three days. I'm speaking it into existence. I'm speaking it into existence, and that's what it's going to be. No, that's not how it works. It's not. A, it's not a magic trick. It's almost like a thing for you to do the necessary steps to get to where you want, and that's why you speak it into existence, as opposed to you say it to the universe, and then the universe is like, all right, got that. Thank you for the request, and I'm going to make that happen. That's not. I don't think that's how law of attraction really uh, works. Because uh, I see a lot of people just doing that on Twitter and stuff. It's like, all right, let's relax a little bit. That's not how that shit works. Um, and the last question that I have before we end this podcast, I've been going for a while, but you know, it's a lot of content. Um, the last question is not a question. It's this girl named Alexia who says hi with a blushing smiley face. Um, I'll go into her account and it looks like she's a fucking... Only fans or like some sort of prostitute. So, hi, Alexia. <laughs> that's how I can, that's the only thing I can say back. All right. That was a fucking jam packed episode of Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco. I really liked that structure. I think I'm going to keep it for future um, episodes for the next Corona episodes that I'm going to be doing until this whole thing is over, which by my estimations is probably around June. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. To this, uh, to this episode, the way we end every episode is with a segment I like to call The Ox, where we just play songs we've been listening to recently. The song that I'm going to play is for sure the best song on Party Next Door's album, Party Mobile. I thought it was okay. I think I might, I might do an empty reviews review for it for the YouTube channel, so stay tuned for that. But um, the best song on it, Savage Anthem, it's almost as good as After Hours. It's like from the weekend. So it's this, meaning the song After Hours. So... It's like Party Next Door, Savage Anthem, and then The Weeknd's After Hours from here tied for the best song of the year so far. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to play that. Uh, and thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Capture the moment Forgive me, it just was a moment Jesus, come on Don't lay up, I'd rather stand up I heard number two is your man now Don't mind me being number two now I'm a man up, ain't no man down You see, I don't get no fucks now Is this something we discuss now? The truth got you in disgust now Cause I'd rather we just fuck now Don't hold your breath Don't hold it Don't wait on my love See I can harmonize with these artists But I can't really sing without the backing track Don't hold your breath
I put the dirt into dirt bag. Still got your jacket in my bag. I stood you up, that was my bag. Gave me your heart, watch me break that. Many different bitches in the coop. This is how low that a max stoop. Me being faithful's the issue. Trying to clean up cause you coming soon. I broke her off in the living room. There's a smell in the living room. No, that's fucked up, that's what pimping do. Ooh. No, that's fucked up, that's what pimping do. Whoa. Don't hold your breath. Before I get home, measure my jello on me though. I'm the opposite of hero, the opposite of your hero. The makeup, the breakup was see through. The way I did you was illegal. Your girl was right, yeah, she called it. You should believe in your people. Tucked you, then went to the strip club. VIP, I got my dick sucked. Came back to you and I kissed you. That led to fucking on the tour bus. Packed up and went back to Oakland. Finally, it's out in the open. I gave you the hope, you did the hoping. Don't hold your breath. Oh, my love.